opening. <laughs> should have been the opening. <laughs> Yay, let's talk about vaginas. Yay. That was- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mal! Yes! Got her. Oh, that was so sad. That was cunty. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of vaginas. That was a cunt okay, You already fucked this entire thing up. You don't have a piece of paper to write notes down about the time of your things. I have an iPad that I can type you on. take notes. Look okay. at the penis coming in with the, this is how you should edit your this podcast. Oh, I would love if she would edit her podcast. Someone has to teach me. We don't need your patriarchy. And didn't you just say that I have like the easiest podcast to edit? On Rodney and Adam's show. It's only done so frequently. It makes it very easy. Oh my god. Mister, I'm off two days in a row. I'm just joking. You know I love you. Alright, fine. Mm, Gross. (sighs) Puke. I'm not here for your entertainment. You don't really want to mess with me tonight. Welcome to the next episode of the Vag Dialogues. I'm your host, Claire Sampson, and I'm joined today uh, by the lovely Summer Cornfind, who has been on our show previously, as well as a frequent guest on other shows. And we have a new guest today. Yay! Yay! Yay. Say hello to Mel. Welcome. Hi, Mel. Uh, good deal. So, welcome. Have you, have you actually listened to the show outside the first episode? No. Okay. I have not. <laughs> I had a life. Shade! Oh, <laughs> All the shade. shade. Oh, we know a baby that's got nothing on you. Anyways. Um, so, we have changed since the first show a little bit-ish. Having on the ish. So, we do do a little panel of questions. You do-do. I did. We have a little panel of questions for new people. Oh, Ooh. I like. Okay, <laughs> apparently you don't know about surprise <laughs> questions. Surprise question. Do you remember when we met? No. 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 Yes, I do. Oh, you do. I do. Okay. It was my toga. Your toga. Yeah. Yeah. You actually remember me being there? Yes, I do okay. remember you being there. I don't remember if we talked or not. No, no idea. I have no clue. None. I was very drunk, so my first like recollection memory of you and Amanda would be the fortieth. 35th? Yeah, I don't 40th. remember that either. 35th. 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 Yeah, I don't remember either of those, so. There you go. That was, like, my first, like, thought process of you. So. All right, then, um, next question. What fact about you surprises people the most? That I've never ridden a motorcycle. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that usually shocks people. It's so much fun. I it is. I have no interest. Oh, I was going to say, Jared, oh. take you for a spin around the block. No, I just don't care. Jared's like, no, no just at all. It's like my favorite thing. I love, like, being on the back of a bike. Yeah. If it's nice weather and it's sunny, I like being on the back <laughs> of a bike. Um, yeah. And the road is not bumpy. I have, I have all these, like, things. But, you know, I understand. Conditions for bike. Conditions. <laughs> it's one of those things, like, death, fun. Like, where's the scale tip on motorcycle? Sorry, babe. Mm-hmm. I, I love them all the time. Like, I'll just get on the... It doesn't matter. Give me a hoodie. You'll get on behind anybody? Yep. <laughs> I got behind Alan. Oh, fair oh. enough. Okay. <laughs> afterwards, I... Uh, but afterwards, I was like, oh, dear God, I almost died. But that's how much I love bikes. There you go. Good times. What is your passion in life? My passion in life. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have a lot of passions. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there are some things when we talk about passions that if you could do anything regardless of money for a career, what would it be? Oh my God. I would totally tutor kids. Like I'd be one of those people that you could like 
one of those people in schools that just like listens to kids read. Like that's what I would do. A reading specialist. Yeah, that's all I would do. Very fun. But like for free because, you know. <laughs> rich bitch. You yeah, rich right. Bitch. Like what? I can do whatever I want. <laughs> that's what I would do. I would just I and I probably do other volunteer stuff, mm-hmm. but I would just volunteer. Okay. Honestly. Well, there you go. Speaking of volunteering, are you familiar with our concept of the compound? Yes. Okay. For the folks at home who've never listened before and why you would never have listened before, I don't know. (laughs) Um, But the compound is a fictitious place that we will someday hopefully bring to fruition where I will make all of my friends and family live so we can all hang out and have fun times together. That sounds way dirtier than it was intended, so (laughs) oops. Um, But anyways, if you're going to live on the compound, which is a modern compound, we're not a weird hippie drippy compound. We have internet. <laughs> we have Yay! the Wi-Fi. We have the Wi-Fi. Farmville for everyone. Farmville for everyone. Exactly. No, Clash of Clans. Either oh, way. Oh, God. What would your contribution or role within the compound be? In the compound, what would my role be? Huh. What would be your job? What would be your job? I don't know. Like, I, I do laundry. Yeah. And I, I cook. I was going to run the brothel, but apparently no one's paying for sex, so I'm the makeup artist and fashion stylist. Would we have livestock? I would we could. Yes, we I should. Would, I, I mean, would, we should I have would want to take care of If we don't, it's a bad compound. It's a bad compound. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like I would either want to... You don't have a Walmart on the compound or a Target? Yeah. I would either want to grow stuff, or I'd want to, like, hang out with the animals. But, like, we could use horses for fun... You like, could tour the animals. Tour the animals. We could use cows for milk and chickens for eggs. You know, are we not eating both of those? Are you going to butcher them? I do know how to butcher chicken. Are you going to be our butcher? Yeah, you'll have meat. You'll be the butcher. Awesome. I'm excited. Good, we didn't have one before. I thought we were. I legit thought we were having a target on the compound. Well, we could drive. You you not like you have to stay in the compound forever. Oh, okay. This is just convenience of living. Like people that snore have to sleep in a room. Right. Like to watch TV when they go to sleep, sleep in another one. You know, things like that. Just makes a cohesive, like, chill People who like situation. it to be warm. Right, or in one room. room and the cold yes. people can stay the fuck away in their igloos. Exactly. <laughs> oh my yes. god. It's perfect. <laughs> Gotta be cold when you sleep. No, Ooh. I cannot sleep if it's cold. I like to be warm all the time. That's Ooh. awful. I hate it. Like, I cold is better, put more blankets on. I it's sleep awful. with a comforter in, in, in the summer. You're gross. That's how cold I get. I have to be covered from here to here. Right, like, my... <laughs> That's my right scary. foot can be sticking out. Right. My left has to be covered. I really, actually, I really kind of like to be covered from neck to crotch. I cannot be over a certain degree or, like, I cannot sleep. Yeah. Like, I'll just be like, I it's too warm. I get so mad. He does. Sweaty or, like, not even sweaty. It's, like, like hot in bed. I'm like, you, you can start only, sweating. You can only take off so many clothes. It's like, right. like, can we please turn it down from, like, 78 to 72 it's only going Why do you have it that warm? What is wrong with you people? I could sleep. We don't set our thermostat above 66. But why? Ever. I'm going to live with them. Hold on. Constant 70 Hold on. degrees. Ever. Minimum. What temperature 66. do you think it is in here right now? I don't know. Well, my feet are cold, but they're also sweaty. What te- I mean, do you think it's do you think it's hot in here? Do you think it's warm? I it's a do you think it's warm cool? Me, yeah. I think it's a little chilly. It's a little warm okay. for me. According to our thermostat, it's 72. So yeah, see, we never let it yeah. That's what we. That's what we turn. My parents kept it at sixty. That's what we turn the heat on when it's like the coldest day of the year. But I think seventy four in our house in the winter does not feel like seventy four degrees. No, you're right. In the living, in the kitchen, in the living room, it doesn't. When we go upstairs to our bedroom, where all the fucking heat goes, 
Oh it's God. about 8,700 degrees in there. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> I would sleep in a sauna if I could. You would smell so bad. Gross. <laughs> yeah. You'd smell awful. I'm sleeping. I don't care how I smell. If you're smelling me while I'm <laughs> sleeping, that's your problem. you like, oh, God. <laughs> I, I died. Oh, so turn into summer jerky. <laughs> I would lose weight while I slept. It'd you would be great. You would, no, you would wake up with cramps because you'd be so dehydrated. IV drip. Fine. Then I would. Yeah, they could pump water in. I don't know. Have a light mist as the sauna's going. You're I don't. Very high maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm summer. Oh, have we met? I need an IV. So oh, I can sleep. I didn't say I have to sleep in a sauna. <laughs> I, I could. <laughs> Jesus. I need IV so I can sleep. I guess I should have pointed out that Jared Sampson of Something Gate has also joined us. I just realized, like, I didn't, like, introduce you or anything. I don't know. It's alright, I'm just here. All I do is edit. It's fine. I understand. Not salty at all. Four day day weekend. Woo! Quit being a bitch. Anyways, so last question. Okay. What do you eat on your Chipotle burrito? Everything. Everything? Fucking everything. (laughs) Like I'm, I am the fat kid who eats everything. There is nothing out there that I will not eat. Really? Yeah, I, I fucking love food. Yeah. So when you give me the options of like, here's all the things you can choose from, I'm like everything. Just give me everything. Wow. Is there? There's nothing you won't eat. No. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Would you eat chocolate covered bugs? Yeah, I'm really into <laughs> eating bugs. They're like, it's like the most under sort. Like it's. The most sourced protein we have, but nobody wants to eat it. Because it's gross, and it has multiple legs. No, but you can, like, make it into flour and shit. If like, I don't know it, then yeah, put it in there and don't tell me. It's I don't like know about kale. GMOs either, like, just... Don't, no, let's not even go there. No, dang conversation, Belle. But so, no, it's like kale. You just grind it up, and then drink it. I think kale is extremely overrated. Yeah. I do. I like it sautéed for breakfast. What the fuck is wrong with you? I Breakfast like, is for waffles and pancakes food. and sausage and occasionally biscuits. I love biscuits. all food. But sautéed green, like, I don't know. It's delicious. Look. With eggs. Whatever, you like to eat bugs. Yeah, mm. yeah, I do. Then again, I'll eat fried cabbage. I'll eat boiled cabbage. Cabbage is delicious. I like cabbage. I just realized I haven't had cabbage in forever and it sounds really good. That, no. no. Things that do not sound good. Cabbage. Any kind of green? Is there a green you will eat? Um, yes, I eat spinach. Oh, oh I thought she was about good. to yeah. say green M&M's. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, I thought she was going to say green gummy bears. <laughs> no, I had a burger the other night, and it had fresh green spinach on it, and I ate it and didn't pick it off. Yeah, good job. Thank you. Very nice. So you like spinach, or that was the first time you ate spinach? No, I, I will also eat spinach if it's on a pizza. Okay. Um, I will eat spinach salads. That's impressive. I know, I'm like an adult. <laughs> like, like an adult. adult. With a cheeseburger on the spinach salad. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's like, like, I'll have like dressing with a side of salad or I'll have, you know, like I'll have my, my burger with a little, like three pieces of spinach on it. But it's still three pieces of spinach that I didn't previously <laughs> a, a, eat. A spinach? A how spinach. do you say it? <laughs> I can't even do how you say three it. Three pieces of spinach. Something. Or other. All right, cool. So on to our time of the month. Hey. The time of our time of the month is when we get a chance to bitch about all the things that are bugging us. So last night, after uh, Summer and I partook of the Something Gate recording, we got into a fun-filled conversations, and we came up with something that has been bothering us lately, and that is labels and the me generation. So much. So much. 
Do you care to elaborate? Yes. Um, Let me put my phone on. I mean, wait, I don't care to elaborate. Um, I would enjoy to elaborate. (laughs) Um, Basically, we were just talking about how everybody is so concerned about putting themselves into labels and boxing them of like, I have to be this and I have to be this. Like, you can't just be like a person anymore. Like, it's like, okay, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a bisexual, like, um, African, like, you know, Swahili, quarter, native, twice Cadbury removed. Like, you don't, like, everybody has to be, like, the specific thing. And so you're looking for only people that fit that specific category. And it creates confusion as opposed to just being a person. Absolutely. Do you, do you have an opinion on this, Miss Mel? I do. I feel like I do agree there are too many labels. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's hard because people are so varied mm-hmm. that we want to put people in boxes. Yeah. It's easier to accept people if we put them in in, in that. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It just makes it so much simpler. And actually today I was going through our anti-harassment course at work, which was super exciting. Anyways. Um, Sounds it, legit. Yeah, right? They were talking about, like, harassment and all the things that qualify as harassment. And one of the things that came up was they're, like, one of the screens had, had, had this white chick, and they're, like, which of these categories apply to her? And then they had a picture of a black chick. Which of these categories apply to this or, or black dude? Whatever. It doesn't matter. And the fact is everything applies. Everyone has a race. Everyone has a gender. Everyone has an ethnicity. Everyone has blah, 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 blah. And inequality is always going to be there. It's been there forever. It's going to continue to be there, depending on your neighborhood, your your community, your country, your state, your county, uh, blah, 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 blah. You know, people are going to be treated unequally at some point in their life, no matter who you are. And so when we start doing things like labeling and trying to strive for equality, sometimes I think we create more inequality. Yeah. You know, because it's like the double standard. There's only certain things that, like as a white girl, I can say to people, you know, or complain about, or complain about. Absolutely. You know, it's just, it's one of those things where like, and I've had it from all kinds of different ways. I'm sure most other people have too, you know, skinny people can't ever complain about gaining weight, you know, um, able-bodied people can't complain about having, being sore when someone knows someone's a disability, you know, it's things like that. You know, someone can't complain about being discriminated against because they're, you know, black and white striped. Because someone else is green. It's the same thing. So, Right. Are you laughing at me or at something else? No, something completely different. No, okay. Do you, do you want to share? Do you have no, right I mean, no, 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 I don't want to share. You're being um, the penis gallery tonight? I am. I'm just, like, just right. moving on. Oh, okay. On. He's looking at more danger noodles. Um, <laughs> don't, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, I mean, the original subject came up because we were talking about the LGBT community and that right now is undergoing, crab, like, having so many labels thrown at it. Um, and at the end of the day, people, you know, the big well, the big issue got down to when I went to this workshop was everyone was just like, we just love, like, gender-neutral bathrooms. Right. But you had to get through, like, 45 minutes of, like, so this is what you qualify yourself. Like, you can't just be... They can't just be transgendered, but like you're transgendered bisexually or transgendered straight or you're transgender lesbian. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just all, what do I define myself? And that's a struggle in the community because they're speaking for a voice, but they're not, well, (laughs) they don't know who they are. Like, they're just trying on outfits. 
I like, um, I would like to get to a point where, like, I feel as, you know, most heterosexual people don't go up and go, hi, I'm heterosexual, nor do most people ask. They assume that if someone, you know, they, they don't ask to talk about, about their situation, but at the same time, as a curious person myself, if someone is not like me, I want to know about them, because I'm, I'm a relater. It's one of my, my core strengths. I want to relate to people, and I want to find commonalities between their opinions and my opinions. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for common ground. And so if someone comes from a different background, like we had a, um, a woman in our, um, when I went back to school, who had gone through uh, gender reassignment surgery, right? And I just wanted to ask questions because I didn't know anyone that had been through it before. It was a curiosity thing, but then... I that you feel like contradictory because then well I am putting her into a box she's transgender you know she's been through all this or she's transitioned but at the same time there's the curiosity factor too to learn about other things and then there's the people that take it to the other end right and treat them like they're a zoo right instead of just natural curiosity exactly because we don't feel like it's safe I think to talk about it or ask I always say the worst you can do is ask and if they say I don't feel comfortable talking about it like that's that's he, where it ends then. Yeah, if they get you, offended I because think, you ask. I think the issue though is people ask and then people try to explain themselves and it becomes more of an argument. Mm-hmm. Like there's no safe space there where you can just like, they like neutral have to space. Themselves. Yeah. I mean I have a I had a client when I was working uh, at Sephora um and, you know, she came in, and it was definitely a very, she was, it was an interesting situation. Um, you know, she, she was open with the fact that, you know, she was dressing as a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she would like to be referred to as a woman. Um, one of the nicest people I ever met. And it was one of those things where, like, you know, in the course of doing makeup, we'd talk a little bit about it. But it, it I always felt comfortable to ask if I wanted to, but it was one of those things that... Mm-hmm. We just didn't, in that setting, it wasn't appropriate, you know, in the store. But it was, you were always cautious about how she would adjust herself when certain people went by or if she felt like someone was staring too much, Mm -hmm. like. Right, and you have to get to a point where you've developed a conversation. Or or developed a relationship, because the girl that was in our classes, now a lot of us in the same major were in the same classes over and over again and it took a long time before we found out and you don't want to go up to me and someone and be like excuse me i've noticed your adam's apple apple did you used to be a dude like you know how do you right, broach that right. conversation she obviously had boobs she wore a lot of victoria's secret um <laughs> but it was just like her slight body shape was was real, real narrow hips and a broader shoulder and she was a slight frame to begin with not a large frame person at all but there was just something not quite as feminine as one would would a picture, and so like there was we had a discussion among the people that I was closer to. Like, I kind of think, <laughs> but no one ever, but no one was going to ask. And I appreciated the people I was with made it a point to never speak about it at school, yeah, or in class, or anywhere within earshot, or around anyone else that might take offense to it or take it back, which I appreciated. But then one day we were talking about all the things that we'd gone through in life, and she volunteered about everything she'd gone through, and. She continued on her job, and she worked in an industrial field, and she was a supervisor and a manager, and she was a really cool person to get to talk to. And once she opened up about it, then we felt better talking. And then we because we've been having real conversations with her for mm-hmm. a year and a half before we found out. That's how it should be. You should be right. able to have a conversation for a year and a half, and then someone goes, "Well, when I went through re-agenda reassignment surgery, we all go, oh, okay,' and then just accept it." As opposed to shock, appalled, whatever, you know, it should be like, okay, it'd be nice if we got to that place in our society, in our world, to just be like, good for you. 
right, cool. Have the, a nice day. And they're like, thanks. They think it's hard too because you have the people where they go, well, I had blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's. And then it becomes a thing. Yeah. That's something I respect about um, the individual I was talking about before. She, she'll post stuff. 90% of what she posts are cute outfits that she buys because she has a shopping addiction. Like, she goes shopping all the time, all these cute clothes, posts tons of pictures. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, she'll post a story where, like, she's like, today I felt discriminated against. It hurt me. This is mm-hmm. it. Or, like, today somebody, like, you know, like, I got hit on. It made me feel great. Like, mm-hmm. but it's it's subtle without being pre... It's not shoving down throats. It's just, like, the same as if you were, like, you know, today someone was an asshole to me at fucking Jewel. Right. It pissed me off. Now, granted, hers is deeper, but right. it was... It's, again, it's letting her tell her story without necessarily labeling it. You know, mm-hmm. it's never like, this is how I felt as, you know, mm-hmm. a transgender person. It was like, this is how I feel because somebody was fucking shitty to me. Absolutely. You're quiet. I know. I'm like, Summer and I are talking to her now. No, no. I'm just trying <laughs> to figure out where the conversation is going. Oh, well, we don't yeah. know. Yeah, we I know. Know, where I know it's going. That. <laughs> We're just talking circles. This is very no. organic, man. It's very organic, but that's how that's how we like to be. We're not. We're definitely the least structured. I think of all of the shows out there, um, as in terms of like segments and things like that. And we like to talk about human relationships and where they go and experiences. So don't feel like. Oh no, no, I'm just okay. listening. <laughs> listening to our craziness. No, yeah. I don't think you're crazy. Yeah. No, that's good. Right, and I think the me generation comes in with, and goddamn millennials, I'm gonna say it, millennials. <laughs> Yes, which we're all a part of, but that's okay. But I think, you know, you have I'm that. I'm a self-hating millennial. It's okay. <laughs> you have this generation out there that wants to be special, you know, thinks that they're, and I think that's, that, that is just exacerbating some of the issues out there. Well, this is my thing, you know, like no one's ever been this way before, <laughs> you know, hair flip. Right. And I don't think that's necessarily the case, you know. They're the first people ever to have gone through stuff. And it's like, no, you're not. There are people that have been going through it a lot longer, so. Yes. Yes. Anybody else have anything they want to bitch about for their time of the month? I'm on the millennials thing. Okay. I do have to say. <laughs> I feel like I almost want to take the side of the millennials. Go for it. Because it's the first time they've experienced that. This is. And I feel like they have a greater platform mm-hmm. to express that. The, wow. Compared to past generations. So you feel like past generations were just as... Just as angsty just and horrible? Yeah, but they didn't have a way to kind of... Shove it down everybody's throats? That makes sense. I mean, they send it through carrier pigeon or... Whatever. Right. Mean. Or just complain to each other over their telephones. <laughs> and now it seems or worse postcards. because, like, social media and television and media, right, everything right. just, like, makes it seem so much bigger Now you than can Tumblr, is. Twitter, Instagram, well, post secret, even whisper. Even with TVs, with television, there were more standards back then, like, what you could put on the air. Mm-hmm. Couldn't just... I, they didn't want shows with people just complaining. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, it was all, like... Right, exactly. So let's blame Seinfeld. (laughs) Let's blame Seinfeld. (laughs) Open the doors. Right? Well, and along with that comes all the ridicule and everything else that comes with all of that. I want to, like, side segue into, like, politics, but I'm not gonna, because I like our audience. (laughs) I want to keep them. (laughs) We'll we'll save the politics for uh, Luke and uh, Michelle. They can discuss all of that. We'll keep to fluffy topics. <laughs> Luke's favorite topic. <laughs> Politics. I do have a funny story if you guys want to hear it, though. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. 
Because <laughs> it made me giggle. Um, so this will be our only politics that we'll talk about. Connor today, again, because um, this has been his thing lately, he doesn't want to vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> Which I then explained to him, well, that's okay, because you can't vote. You're not 18. Which then he goes, but if I was 18, I wouldn't vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why won't you vote for Donald Trump? He goes, well, I wouldn't vote for Donald Trump because <laughs> it's just a circle, which I find hilarious. He goes, well, because my friend Aaron, who happens to be a girl that he's in love with, has a best friend who's Mexican, and if Donald Trump gets elected, <laughs> I have a hard time like listening to him without laughing. Donald Trump gets elected, he's going to deport her and her mother and not let them live in America anymore, and that's wrong. That's the like, sweetest thing. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> After I've corrected Donald Trump, Trump. fourteen more times, it's like that's what I said, Donald Trump. <laughs> I just um. think it's funny, but you know, I appreciate that he's he's picked a side, right? All right, so you, and the right one. You're pro. Immig- <laughs> you're pro immigration. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks, kid. Right? <laughs> this is where you stand. But I like... That's his first political stance. His first... You should put that in, like, a little memory book. Like, <laughs> right? baby's first political Don't choice. for Donald Trump. Trump. Don't vote for <laughs> Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. That's just... It, it cracks me up. But I like that he, his thought process behind it was that... Which is true. He, 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 Donald Trump is anti-immigration. And he doesn't agree with that. Well, that's politics for you, kids. That's how you should break it down. You should listen to who your candidates are and what they look for. And then go from there. Right? If they're uh, in a line with what you want, great. If they're not, kick them to the curb. All right. Cool. Anybody else have any last oopshes of, of, uh, of wisdom they want to share with the world? Are you going to eat that Snickers egg sitting in front of you, or is it just going to sit there? <laughs> you can have it. Are you I don't like eat Snickers. It. Anyone else? I just wanna... You don't like Snickers? No. See, you do. You, there is food. Dirty county. No, I'll eat it, right. but I don't, like, if I'm going to eat chocolate right no, now. No, I'm good, man. No, I'm good. Okay. There's too much chocolate. I like the little Snickers eggs. These are bullshit. These taste, like, weirdly I'm peanut, peanut butter I'm a peanut butter girl. See, they're so. trying to be Reese's eggs, and they're not. They're trying not. to be Reese's oh, eggs, and they're not, but. but it's offensive. She just doesn't like Girl Scout cookies. You don't like Girl Scout cookies? I would rather have fresh cookies. They're not the same thing. This is my argument. I'm like, fresh no. cookies and Girl, Girl Scout, Scout cookies, cookies are not in the same realm. Like, they're in the Oreo world. Samoas. Yeah, I'm okay with, well... Samoas, man. I'm a... I, you know what it is? Children try to sell them to me, and it's just like, I'm just like, mm, no thank you. Why are Pass. you against... Tagalongs. I don't know. I can eat an entire package of tagalongs. Yeah, I do like the chocolate. I know what I did. Okay, I learned all my retail selling skills from being Girl Scouts and hawking cookies because I like we used to do booth sales in the freezing cold, and my sister and I would hide boxes under the table, and we'd be like, "We only have three boxes left. Will you buy all three so we can go home out of the cold?" This is why I don't like children. (laughs) High five, bro. We hustled them cookies. We would make up song and dances. We'd be like, we'll make up a song and dance on the spot if you buy five boxes of cookies. And they would. And I'd be the lady who'd be like, no thanks. We would hustle. My problem now is I never have cash. Mm, yeah. Never. Say when I cash back then. I bought a second order of Girl Scout cookies from the guy I work with. Because <laughs> we ate the first Why didn't batch. you tell me? Oh. I haven't been able to find a damn girl selling cookies. Well, good news. 
Good news, everyone! Good news, everyone! Now that you work in the Joliet area, and my hookup at work is going to continue to stay there, then it's good. Good. You're like <laughs> all the hookups. That sounds bad. Yeah, it does. It sounds like I'm a drug like, dealer. No, no. You've got, you've got pretty much cook, the same thing. You've got cookies I mean, at really. work. You've got tamales at work. I like, know. your work is... <laughs> and you work in makeup. Like, my work is magic. Your work is like all the anti-drug drugs. I know. I love my job. It's amazing. Oh, I want tamales. Mm. Oh, they were so... I, that's, I'm going to order them next. Do you want me to bring you tamales for yes, your birthday? Yes, tamales. Any particular... Tamales. Th- there was pork. The there pork was, was the cheese and jalapeno, Ooh. which was delicious. The, the pork, pork was, was really good. The pork yeah. was good. The pork Let was me good. go pork. And then pork? I can add my own Maybe flavors. I can bring some multiples. <gasps> Best birthday ever. Best birthday mm-hmm. ever. Tamales. Turning 18. Okay. <laughs> You're turning so excited. <laughs> With 10 years experience. <laughs> 10, 9, whatever. You anyways, let's move on to Ask Mama 18 Claire. with a 10 power. <laughs> we have questions this week, people. Questions! Woo-hoo! Yay! Woo-hoo! We made it go all the way up to the red line. I know, I saw. <laughs> what does that mean? Too loud? Tell me! Nope, didn't hit it. Nope, not even close. Yes. So, anyways, we have three Mama Claire questions, so we'll try and get through them. Ooh. Yeah. And we'll see how it goes. Um, this is, this is, these all actually have a theme. Ooh. Ooh. All about commitment. That's interesting. Yay. Um, so what is your um, relationship background, uh, Miss Summer? Married, single, green, black, white. Feel free to share as much or as little as you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married. Um, it'll be my second year of marriage on April 11th. Happy anniversary. So two years married. How long together? Um, seven years together. Seven years together. Excellent. Yeah. But we're good. What, our kids in like... The third grade? Like, our relationship's in the third grade? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Congratulations, Ken. We have a child. No, I'm kidding. Um, so, our, yeah. So, our relationship's you a third grader. first. Um, yeah. So, it's pretty good. You know, we're still... Together? Yeah. No murders yet. Uh, we're currently watching uh, People vs. O.J. Simpson together, so that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, it's kind of like going nice. back in time, but not. Yeah. Well, I've been together with Jared 14 years, married for 12 of them, which is insane. We've got yeah. like a junior high student over here. So you're like right mm-hmm. now winning at committed. Heavy on the ish, but you know, it happens. <laughs> Would you care to share your commitment area? Sure. Okay. I have been married to my husband for almost six months. Yay! So we've got almost, almost made it a year. Yay. Almost. We'll see if it works out. You guys have been out. together, what, four or five? Six in April. Shit, son. Shit. Really? Yeah. No, five in April. Oh, five. I was like seven. Yeah, yeah we're seven. We've met Anthony eight times. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> He's real. We saw him at the wedding. There was a wedding. <laughs> there was a bet. We were like, ooh, is she just going to be out there by herself? <laughs> He's like the rare white elk. He exists. Yes. He's the wedding. rare ginger who was always at work. Yes. Yep. Hey. Making that dollar dollar bill, y'all. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. That's just awesome. And it is awesome. And he, he and you're back in football. Illinois. And I, we moved back into Illinois. That's awesome. Super the worst state ever. Right. So in terms of that, I feel like we, we've been we've been committed people. We've mm-hmm. we've been in relationships, so we have some backing here. Besides yeah. being amazing, Obviously. right? Obviously. So our first question is, dear Mama Claire, all my friends are getting engaged. So this first one's perfect. Even the ones who've been together for less time than my guy and I've been. We've been together for over two years and basically live together. We've talked about getting married, so it's not like he doesn't know. How do I get him to propose? Ringless in Chicago. Mm. Anybody want to take a stab first? Hold on, I took a bite of my Reese's. <laughs> the Snickers. <laughs> Whatever. Well, 
I would urge your listener to not try and get her guy to propose. It is much nicer if it happens organically. This is true. Mm-hmm. This is very true. Do you have anything you want to contribute, Summer? Um, now that you're done chewing. <laughs> now that I'm done chewing. I'm seriously committed to the Snickers. <laughs> um, I would I would say, have. I mean, I would like to know, like, have you guys talked about it? If you've had open conversations about, like, yes, I want to marry you, you want to marry me, you know, then wait, it's going to happen. But if you're the one constantly bringing up marriage and he's not... Or it's all vague futures. You guys can't nail down a rough time frame. I'd probably mm-hmm. back off a little bit. This, yeah. this. I, go ahead, Jerry. From from a guy's perspective, I don't know. I mean, when I when I got time for me to get serious about wanting I don't know to, why I turn that towards you. Thinking about getting married or not, I decided that if I didn't know within a year, like like no no within a year, I was going to bail because I don't think because I didn't think it was fair to the other person. Like yeah, I may be really happy with whoever I'm with. And things might be chill, but if I don't know after a year, I if I let it go, if I let that relationship go, and things work out later on, great. But if not, it does it doesn't do the other person any service by holding on to them as I'm in a holding pattern because I just don't know. Um, at the same time, I'm not trying to sound like I'm altruistic. I'm like, oh, I, I'm I was gonna let girls go, blah blah blah. No, but I mean, if you're, I think if you're having the legit, like, if you can take true stock of yourself and have a legit conversation with yourself and go, yes, when we're talking about getting married, we're really talking about, okay, we're getting married. Maybe it's not right now. Maybe it's like in six months or a year or whatever. But not just like, planning a fantasy wedding. Yeah, that's fun. No, like, right. go, like going, okay, no, we're like talking budget. We're talking what are we doing in our lives right now to afford this? So we're not doing that. Then yeah, I'm down with that because that's like still adult decisions. That's cool. But if it's all just pomp and circumstance and just fluffy talk, someone's got to bail, or they, bo- or both of you have to be good with just kind of existing. And if you're not, bail. If you're both okay with existing, that may be an okay relationship for you right now. Yeah, I'm. A, this is my so, one of my soapboxes. God, your hair looks adorable like Thank that. You. Yeah, it's really pretty. It's spectacular. Anyways, um, you need this periscope is... for this hair. <laughs> Woo. Uh, I, this is one of my soapboxes out there. I, because I don't see the point in being things without a goal. Probably because I'm focused or fuckist, however you want to put it. I, I don't understand being in a relationship to be in a relationship for most people. Some people are fine with it. They've hit a point in their life. They're very comfortable with themselves and their relationship. And that, those types of relationships though, I feel tend to be more friends with benefits situations that are guys is a relationship they really have their own lives if they have to do a couple things they have someone they go out with they couple it they probably bang at the end of the night but that's their relationship but that's really more friends with benefits as opposed to like even though they might call that person their boyfriend of 10 years are they really they're different than the boyfriend girlfriend that are spending six nights a week together those are very different relationships if you're in one of those situations where you're spending time and time with each other you should be able to have that kind of conversation about where each person's goals are. And this is something you have to do before you go sit down and have a talk. Because that's my first thing is, how do you get an approach? You don't. You have to sit down and have a grown-up conversation. Sit down and be like, and you have to think before you sit down, what do you want? Yeah. Do you want to get married? The real first question is, do you want to marry him or do you want to be married? Those are two different questions. And you need a real honest answer. Because if the answer is, I want to be married... 
that then it's time for you to cut bait. Bye-bye. Get out of that relationship. If your first one is an I want to marry him, then why the fuck are you in this relationship? It's a, I want to get married is a bad reason to be in a relationship. I want to maybe marry this person is a good, good reason to be in. Because it takes time to figure that out. So definitely go out there and think about what you really want. In your time frame. What are, you, what are your goals right. and accomplishments in life? We've been talking a lot about IDPs at work. Does anyone know what an IDP is? I no. feel like I do. Okay. <laughs> it's an individual development plan. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, one of the aspects to it is you should plot... <laughs> the look on your face is priceless. You should plot not only your professional goals, but your personal life goals, too. And where you want to be. And you're supposed to put them out one line on top of each other so you can kind of parallel what you want out of life professionally versus personally. And this could work in this situation as well, too. Because if you're like, I want to get married and have kids in three years, but you're just starting your career, well, then you need to be, you need a significant other who's going to align with those goals, whether you're a man or a woman. You know, you have to be like, you know, how's this going to work? You know, if you're with someone that's very career minded and you want to have babies, you got to like find someone that'll work with that. I think so. that's too, that's like the one thing they never show you in like the movie. Cause I blame, I blame movies for a lot of it. Sure. Like, but they, they always show it as like, Oh my God, he proposed. They're like, I think he's going to propose. They never show like the actual conversation you have when you get serious with the person where you're like, Hey, do you want to get married someday? Like, I think everyone has that conversation. Like a proposal is not really a surprise proposal. It shouldn't be. Right. You have a vague idea that it's coming. It's not <laughs> yeah, out no, of the could blue. You, like, could you like see us together not killing each other over yeah, the right. next 20, 30, 40 years? Because mm -hmm. if so, that'd be great. If not... We just can't see where this goes. You, right. you have to look at the the finances. That you have to sit there and be like, kids, what do you want? What do you do if one of our mm -hmm. kids is like, you know, messed up? Do you want to keep the kid or not keep the kid? Like, those are things you got to oh, talk yeah. about. How yeah. far are you willing to go? alive for a kidney. <laughs> if how, I lose, you know, my legs. How you sit with me? How far along? How far do you want to go in the fertility? line. This right. is a big question. If I can't right. have kids, questions. are you okay with it? If I can't right. have babies, would you want to adopt? Would right. you want to want kids? Is it really important for you to have kids of your own? Do you just want to have a bunch of cats? Yeah. Right? Are you dogs, cool with that? Like some goats. What are your life goals? Right. Or goats. I want to, do you want to stay home with the kids? Do you want to get sitters? Do you want me to stay home with the kids? Right? See, you could do, you could do tandem IDPs. Yeah. You could do tandem lines. Put, you plot your timeline. Because this is what my timeline is. You plot your timeline and we can talk through it. Because I find too, um, I'm going to use us as an example. When Jared and I first met, Jared wasn't going to have kids. Nope. Do you remember this? Yeah, sure wasn't. Um, but then he broke up with his girlfriend and we went on our first date. And do you remember what we talked about like on our first date? Kids. Kids. What we were naming our children. That's called foreshadowing. It's foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> but we did organically talked about kids yeah no doubt talking about names i'm like yeah i really like that name and he goes yeah i really like uh if i if we have kids that would be the first kid's name that was like what he said, mm -hmm. <laughs> I said like that works for me and then we moved on in conversation because it's weird first date information but that's what happens because times change and your plans can change and that's fine but have an idea of what you want and be a, be open to maybe this isn't the right person right you have to think you know, mm -hmm. if they lose their job, am I going to be com If they never want to work, mm -hmm. is that something I'm comfortable with? That's mm -hmm. me. <laughs> but, but, but Anthony's okay with that. Yeah, exactly. Right, you, you, you talked about it. You right. weren't just, like, all of a sudden being like, I'm going to abandon my, like, career goals, and right. I just want to... If you want to be a stay-at-home mom, if you want to... Or be a stay-at-home pet mom. <laughs> like, dog mom. <laughs> dog mom. That's, that's what you decided. There's nothing wrong with it. There's great stay-at-home moms that we know who are, you right. know, mm -hmm. they're amazing. They work so hard. You know, they're doing all this stuff. But it's, 
you can't just assume that the other person's going mm-hmm. to be okay with it. Did you have a marriage conversation before you got married? Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, and this motherfucker, you're married. <laughs> 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 Better put a ring on it. I mean, we definitely had that conversation. I we had some rough patches where it was like, "What are we doing? Uh-huh. What's going on? Why are we together?" Stuff like that. Yeah. But it always came back to the same thing, that we wanted to be together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, especially when we started moving around a lot, it was like, okay, is it just, like, for us, it was, is Anthony just going to move for his career and he's just doing it for his career? Or are we just, are we going to do this together? Right. right. And that's <clears throat> when we decided we're going to do it together and we, no matter where we go, it's going to be me and you. Mm-hmm. Wherever and, we go. And that's all we need. Whatever then we And that's do. when we were like, let's do this. We're right. going to go know? through You moved to Iowa, together. like, to get, like, that's coupleship right there. Yeah. Like, you, that was the if worst If you didn't thing love ever. him, <laughs> you would have been like, at the border, you would have been like, you know what? <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to get me a Tinder. This is fun. <laughs> Did you guys have a conversation beforehand? Yes. Uh, we had several. I was the more reluctant one because I'm very... I like things logically planned out. Right. You know, and Ken is more of fly by the seat of his pants. He's like, it's fine. Um, <laughs> so I was like, no. I was like, what do you want to do with your career? Do you want to be a stay-at-home dad? Am I being a stay-at-home mom? Like, this is what I want. Do you want... Like, we had tons of conversations back and forth. And then mm-hmm. once we were settled on it, that's when I did take the ring brochures and would circle the ones I like. And then cross out the ones I thought were ugly and write ugly over them and throw them out on (laughs) on the couch. And I'd be like, can you clean up the living room? It's really messy. Passive aggressive. Oh, Oh, yeah. I used to just email the pictures. Very emails more direct. I took my mom with me. But that's when I was com- that's when I was comfortable. Right. Yeah. With that's the fact I that we I knew were, we, we knew, were getting married. Yeah, you knew you were going to get married. Oh, yeah. I just didn't know exactly. I when. think age is an important factor too. There's a big difference between a couple that's been dating for two years at 22 or 21 and a couple that's been dating for two years at 25. There's a big difference in the time scale, and this is just human life as we get older. There's a, someone that's 20, still is figuring things out, whether you're in college or not in college. Same thing with even, you know, a little bit older, like, first-term, first-time long-term relationship even can play into factor. I wouldn't put the two-year mark as a hard mark, but if you're over 25 and you've been together, legitimately together for two years, like, hardcore staying in each other's places three nights a week or more, two years is a long time. Or living together, two years is a time point where you have to be like, are you on the same page or are you not? That's what I've always said, too. After two years, if you're not on the same page, you got to cut it loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those things. And if you think about it, once you guys hit 25, this is one of the marriage conversations. Even though you guys were together longer before that. But you were finishing college. You guys That's were right. still getting on your feet. Uh, Jared and I, however, got married at the ass crack of dawn, like 21 mm-hmm. and 22. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's... I remember when we had our conversation, we went out to Maggiano's. And Jared goes, where do you see us in five years? And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like you're on a business interview? Yeah, right? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag thanks mom and dad. How, how do I answer They this? suggested that to me. But it was oh good. But the thing was. Well, was, I was serious. I was like, I'm like. Cause I, he's I like, I'm to, 22. I'm not to, fucking around. I went to Las Vegas for my 21st birthday and said, I think I want to get married. So oh, I'm, I'm 20 at this oh. point. Jared's right. 21. So I get back from Vegas. My dad's like, that's cool. He goes, I think you're going the right direction but you need to have a conversation and being young I'm, I was obviously too stupid and young to like argue with him I'm not saying stupid as in like oh I should have argued with him no I'm saying like I didn't question him I'm just like I should do that so then I'm like oh I know how this conversation goes business interview 
Where do you see us in five years? Right, but it was a good conversation <clears> throat> because throat> I was. I think. I think. I think it was like. Well, I'd like us to still be together. Wink, wink. Because we'd only we've been together a year at that point. It wasn't a particularly long time, especially when you consider the fact we were super young. And you know, where do we go from there? And he goes, okay, because that's what I see too. And I'm like, whew, sigh of relief. Well, because you don't want, you know, at that point, right. you never know what the other person. Who, at that is, point, is this you a don't breakup know conversation? Right, like, going to say, <laughs> right. You know, and that, so that's that's how that kind of turned out. But then we got into a really good discussion about what we wanted, and he told me that like he would like us to see us engage within a time frame. And I'm like, oh, okay, that that's works right. That's my business plan. I'm like, so, I'm glad so, you see us on the same business path in the future. You know what? When Here's Anthony and I were first together, he had that too. He was like, 32, we're gonna get married. That didn't work out no. for him. <laughs> but he had a plan. He had a plan. That was me, though. I was the plan one. Yeah. I originally was like, I would be pregnant by 25. One. Like, I wanted to be married no, by 23, married, pregnant now. at 25. And then I got older, and I was like, no. Fuck, I was going to be old with that. cats. So I got married at 21. Yeah. Honestly, so I, I never worried about it. I was just like, whatever happens, happens, I guess. You're like Ken. I and am. No, like, we encounter their life. Yeah, it's like they're just strange. Meh. Like me and Anthony be the ones freaking out about the babies. Right. It's I'm just like, like are they gonna get into a good four year college? Can we even afford Harvard? God, I hope they're like get scholarships or are stupid. Like I'm definitely somewhere in between. I'm definitely yeah. not all the way the plan, but I'm definitely not all the like what ifs. I'm a Virgo. You are a Virgo. I'm emotional. <laughs> That's not a sign. <laughs> it is the cancer sign. How many years? I've, oh, um, almost six. Okay. Six in... Yeah, okay. He's yes. Moving on. Go ahead. Moving on. Okay. We digress. Um, God, my so, next, so, hope that helps Chicago. Hope that helps uh, Ringless in Chicago. I know me. that was a lot. Basically, or sum it up. Or just propose to him. Propose See to what him. Happens. See what happens. But have a conversation. Have a grown-up conversation. <laughs> Think about what you're going <laughs> to say beforehand. Try to get unemotional in some ways and be prepared for answers you don't like. Yep. That can happen. Because sometimes guys get comfortable and get complacent and they like the fact that you're there more than they are really like you. Right. So, don't... Be their wife, not their mom. Yes. Right. Exactly. Be their partner. Partners are good. Be their best friend. Yeah. Yes. I married I my, my best friend. friend. I married yes. my best friend. I married my best friend. See? Best friend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's how he would probably consider it. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Right? All right. Well, on to our next Mama Claire question. Dear Mama Claire, my best female friend just took her boyfriend back after he lied to her repeatedly about everything. The thing is, he doesn't have his shit together and hasn't changed. I'm afraid they're going to get married because they've been together for so long. I don't think they're doing each other's... Any favors by staying together? What do I tell her? Sign T. <laughs> T's a little nosy. Ooh, <laughs> wine for this. <laughs> wine break. It is wine stay. It is, it wine, is wine stay. stay. Wine Yay, wine stay. stay. Yay. Just pause Yay. it real quick, Claire. Oh. Yay, wine! Wine's delicious. Oh, you read the whole thing yeah. already? What oh, you... okay, great. I didn't realize that you read the, the whole paragraph yes, at this point. I did. He got I distracted gra- by wine. I had to yeah. grab a beer, get a little bit of wine. Don't yes. worry about me. So, you know, the way I look at it is that if you're if that's your best female friend at this point, you you gotta. I mean, you gotta really look at it. I mean, is it is it a? And I hate to say, it, ladies, but it's a thing. Is it a bros before hosting? Does does his bro meter outweigh? Her bro meter, because at this point, 
if she's your best one of your best female friends, she's a bro too, right? So so where's your where's your loyalty lie? And if you don't think she's doing a good thing and not going the right way, I think you got to kind of let her know what's going on. Um, I wouldn't, you know, the thing you don't want to do as a guy is like step in and be like, oh, hey, I don't like this guy with you because then the girl would instantly think, oh, well, what does that mean about us? Not to say that she wants to be with you, but like that it always comes from that place. No matter what you have as a guy and a girl friendship relationship, there's always some sort of relationship or sexual tension of some point. Of some sort. It, it's it's probably very underlying. It's not a thing. It's not like either person wants to be there or be like seen that way. But there's, there's, whenever somebody tells you something you don't want to hear, you instantly go, oh, well, you just want to be with me or, oh, you just want to fuck me or whatever, it, it, you know. So you got to come from a place and just got to say what you got to say, you know. And um, she either listen or she won't. At that point, you either got to be good with saying, hey, I've said my piece and you come to grips with what happens, or you keep harping at it and keep bringing it up and keep bringing it up, and you could, I mean, the, the reality is, is you potentially lose a friend, and you got to weigh the outcome of, is it worth losing a friend to try and help save your friend? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's a it's a superhero thing, right? You know, it's like, do you, do you try and save somebody at the same time ruining that relationship you have with them? So... Mm-hmm. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, I, I would have a hard time with it. You know, yeah. it's like, I don't want to see, I, like, I feel very protective of my female friends, so I'd probably be more vocal than not about it, because I want to see everybody that is my friend succeed and have a good life, regardless of gender, but, like, I'm even that much more caring of my female friends. Absolutely. I mean, call it sexist, call it what you will, I just am. What about the trust factor, though? Like, what does it say? Like, uh, he says she's been lied to multiple times. Like, yeah, basically, lied to like, about everything. Yeah, so basically, like, this guy, whether he cheated or whatever, like, mm-hmm. he's not grand. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, is that something that's a deal breaker? Like, how far can you... I can't, well, for me... And, you know, I can't, I can't push my judgment and my morals on other people. That's why they asked us a question, right? Right. <laughs> right. To push our judgment and morals so, on them? So, mm-hmm. my, so what I would... Because so he's asking, what do I tell her? Yeah. Like, tell her? He's a piece of shit liar. He's never going to amount to anything. And there's no reason... Well, not even maybe amount to anything, but he's never going to be the guy that you want to be. He's already done everything in this world to show you that he's a liar. So why would you trust anything he has to say? I have zero tolerance for liars. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um... Do you think I will deal. Change? I will deal with. No, I don't. I'm, um, th- that's not true. Hold on. I, I do. I do. But it's a. It is the way exception to the rule over the rule. Let and... me interject. <laughs> go ahead. No. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Um. I think he has to take someone back that has been betrayed your trust. You have to allow them to have completely changed and turned around. Not for a week. Not for a day, not for a couple months, but actually legitimately changed. They have to have done something big to show you that they've changed. You know, if they were a cheater in the past, they need to have not been sleeping around for six plus months. If they couldn't hold down a job, they need to hold down a job for an extended period of time. 
you know, and I think that's the problem they have is like, we like to hold on to people that have changed for a minute amount of time and been like, but they've changed and change takes longer than that. Change isn't overnight. That's very true. That's extremely true. Um, so my first thoughts reading this, um, and I hate being this person, but dude, it's really not any of your business. Ooh. It is not any of your business. I like that you're bringing in such that, good counter arguments. Yes, love it. One thing about relationships that drives me crazy is that outside people always try to get involved, and you can never know the relationship unless you're in it. True story. True. Very and true. you know that's just me. So, dude, back off. Let your mm-hmm. girl handle it. Mm-hmm. Be your friend, girl, mm-hmm. girlfriend, mm-hmm. whatever. But looking at it from just a woman, as a woman myself, mm-hmm. taking back a man again and again and again, lady, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, don't, what, what are you doing with your life? I feel like you need to sit down and look at your life and figure out what you want. Going back to our conversations about getting yes. married, you have to sit down and look at what you want for your life. Will this person help you achieve your goals? Right. It's like getting and a that's degree. that's a big deal. Yeah. You know? That's a big deal. You want to be with somebody who's going to help you achieve your goals. Right. Is this guy going to be that person? If so, yeah. Cool. Work it out. Mm-hmm. But then then not, get up with the bullshit. If right. Right. Yeah. right. I think too... Flipping it, like mm-hmm. it's if it was a, if it was reversed, if it was the girl that was the cheater, Flip it and reverse it, flip it and reverse, reverse it. it. Um, no, but <laughs> it was, <laughs> no, it was my head. <laughs> if, if it was the girl that was the one being the cheater, like that, you know, like his first response would, would be, be like, challenge dumper, right? Dumper. Every guys would be like, dump that whore, dump that, and you know, and I mean, which again, sexist, well, but so, but no, well. how they're more quick to judge the other way for the girl, but girls are most of the time mm-hmm. more willing to forgive a guy for indiscretions mm-hmm. than the flip and the opposite it's sexist but it's true well and i think it's it, how it, many times the biggest thing is it's it's a guy friend to a girl right it would be different if it was a girl, girl. who'd written us than a guy that had written us too I don't don't I look at me like that. Like I don't want. I, I'm, I'm going. I'm going there because it's a stereotype. Because okay. it's true. Quit putting people in boxes and labeling them. I'm not. <laughs> but if the stereotype fits, <laughs> if we're gonna label them. Then I'm going to just point Whip them out in the, the label gym. maker and label them. You go stand over there with those labels. <laughs> After you flip it and reverse. And and I'm 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 labeling. All men together, so I'm that's awesome. That's, that's a larger. Box. It's a big box. I'm not putting people into yeah. tiny boxes. Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> men in boxes. boxes. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like you know, I think it's something to see, or even tea, or not tea, but for tea, the yeah, you know. Is. The girl, Brother like, tea? A, the girl, yeah, T's girl, um, you know, it put it, like, do you think he'd forgive you if you were the liar? That's something to ask, like, your partner, do you mm-hmm. think, do you think he would be willing to take you back? Mm-hmm. If, if you don't, done if you things. had done all those things, and if yeah. you don't think he would, then why the fuck are you doing it for him? Right. Uh, you know, I liked, I liked a lot what you said, Mel, about staying out of it. You know, I think what you can do is tell your friend that you'll be there for them. As much as, you know, be like, I'm concerned. I think you can say that you're concerned without getting involved. Yes, because yes. the problem that happens with a lot of these situations mm-hmm. where there's cheating, yeah. when you're that friend, mm-hmm. then if they do get back together, mm-hmm. that other person is like, why are you hanging out with them? I don't like them. Right. Because right. they know you're the one that said something. Right. Or it's awkward because you talk shit about them to that person, and then you're right. just like, right. oh, that's great. Right. 
and that's why I think in this case, if you sit down and be like, I'm really concerned, I don't feel he's changed, but this is your life, so I'm going to be as best a friend as you to you as I can. I'm going to be accepting of who you've chosen, but I want to let you know that I'm worried about. I'm worried for you. you. Right. right. And just know that, and also know that I'm here for you no matter what happens. If this continues and turns into a good thing, I'm going to be here for you. And if this is bad and something happens, I'll be here for you too. Just, just you know, know that. But don't, don't try and give advice. Stay out of it. It's yeah. hard to do. Because most of the time, they don't want to hear it. No. Yeah. Well, it's, it's always sad when you see it mm-hmm. happening. Right. Well, you know, you could try to maybe organically get them to start thinking about what they want out of life. Right. You know, where do you, not necessarily in terms of the relationship, but just ask, you know, or talk about your own experience. Like, I'm I'm getting a new job, or I'm really enjoying my life, I really feel like I have a plan, how are things going with you? And maybe that's all they need. Maybe they need someone to listen. Maybe they have these concerns and haven't voiced them yet because they don't feel safe. So, yeah. be there. Be a good person. Be good to each other, bitches. Right? This is going to be my new tagline. bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided it, I, it might have. It might be my new tagline. Was I that? It. I don't think this is exactly what she said. So I don't feel like. I think she said something about being nice to each other. We watched. There was a. If you yeah. are following us on Facebook, which you should be, we posted a really Pitches. funny, really funny video. Yeah, today. so funny, so funny. Oh, was that about the pants one about the thigh yeah. wrap? That yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I think uh, be good to each other, bitches, bitches, might be our new tagline. <laughs> Just so you know. I like it's copyrighted. Right? Yeah. Well, I don't think she said that exactly. That's, that's fine. Like, that's like a bill. RuPaul stole. She done already had herses from when he was at a fast food restaurant. And <laughs> someone went to go try to grab somebody else's meal. And the lady behind the counter was like, uh-uh, no. She done already had herses. And RuPaul is making so much money off of it. And RuPaul straight up admits he stole it. There you go. I bet, but I bet he hooked her up. Yep. I hope so. <laughs> he better. Give, give that. Probably drink. didn't do it. He probably did. Bruno probably gave her some advice to go get her weave fixed. Probably. And change her shirt. It's probably what he told her. Yeah. Like, so, it's payment Ru will give Anybody you, Bru will read you. I'm Agua. good. Please, thank The you. library well, is now yes. open. All right. On to our last one. Yay. Last ask, Mama Claire. I hope you're making a face at Jared and not me. Yeah, no. It's done. So, dear Mama Claire, my best friend and her husband are looking to buy their first house. Yay, houses. The thing is, my friend keeps saying she wants a starter home because she's not sure she's ready to start a family. He wants a forever home forever home because he's ready to move forward. The thing is, I'm worried for her. Am I overreacting? Thanks, concerned friend. Are these all about the same people? It feels like it. sounds like people, the same bitch that has I sent like, all of these in. <laughs> people at different stages of their lives. These are right? these, like a five-year span. These are not all the same people. It Dear be, Mama Claire, I have Alzheimer's. My husband reads this notebook to me every night. <laughs> I keep forgetting it. Dear Mama Claire. What do you want? It's interesting I, I can that everyone has similar problems. Well, I think a lot of these people have, a, there's a common theme, and that is lack of communication between partners. Yes. I would say don't buy a house a trap. <laughs> I would too. But that's where I am in life. I would too, and I it's would. It's a trap. And I'm. You're, you're, it's the same. If, oh, that's lip gloss. I'm going to go into the stereotypical world again. I think this is a very different conversation. Yeah. Because of the the, ge- the gender role thought process. Can I read the question real quick? Sure. Yeah. I say buy two houses. Buy two houses. <laughs> and then get like an inflatable tunnel right. thing. Yeah. Well, these people, oh. are, these people I, are actually married. So definitely not the same couple. Yeah. And I think if it was the guy who's like, I'm not sure I want to have kids yet. I think that's 
generally more common. I think men tend to be, tend to be more um, lazy is not the word. They tend to be not as biological clock is ticking like this. You right. know, they're more apt to let it happen organically and take a little more time where women tend to be like, are we having babies yet? So I think if this was di- birth if this was different where the guy's like, I think we only need a two to three house. And she's like, I kind of want a bigger one because you can always move with the baby is I guess my theory. But why, why my, th- I hate moving as someone who's moved eight times yeah. in the past, like five years. Right. Like, I, yeah, like, <laughs> like if you're buying, <laughs> if, if you, so you could like, if you like, first off, getting rid of a house is not the same as getting rid of an apartment. It's like, not, no. so why, why the fuck would you put all that effort into a two to three year house? Like, like she just sounds dumb and maybe you made a wrong choice in marriage. Um, like a two to three year house should not be a thing unless you're in like the military or something where you but know you're going to move. Ryan Reynolds saying he wants to buy. That's yeah. different. Ryan Reynolds can do no wrong. <laughs> He's, He's a god. It's okay. But, but I, I mean, mean like, why I, are you getting a two to three year like house if you're, if you're, you're not two moving? Two to three year house, you don't buy it. You rent, rent, rent it. it. Yeah. Rent Shit. Like, like totally that, that has a you deeper buy, commitment issue. Okay, now look. Yeah. Like, somebody's not committing to the house and the relationship. Now, and yeah, no. Past and company, you know, like, whatever, people aside, not commenting, not critiquing. But, in my opinion, when I went to buy a house, I went to buy the house I was going to raise my whole family in. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it was two kids, three kids, four kids. Jesus. Okay? We Whatever stopped it, too. I was just like, that's a lot of work for you, Claire. I know, right? My vagina hurts just thinking no, about like, it. You know, the twins <laughs> never happened, so we didn't have to go to four. It was all good. It was fine. Oh, it was only twins? That was it? Well, you twins. know, it's like, well, you yeah. start with one, then you have a pair, you have a set of twins, then it's three, then the twins have friends, you have to have one more, so it's four. You know, it's that's even. like... You gotta even that out. Good. It's the only way you can have three pregnancies. Right. So, and have it not So required. anyway, so like, when I when I bought, when I bought my house, that was the deal, but... I'm um, vagina really hurts. But but as as the cyclical environment of the economy changes, you have to kind of do what's right at the time. Get and sometimes apartment. sometimes buying buying a small home works at the time and it can be a good investment. At different times it's not. You really have to get in tune with what the economy's doing, what the how home uh house prices are doing. Rates, well, bonds, stocks. Right. So if you're, so no, I mean, this is like the real this answer to the question. Real answer. Okay. Yeah. No, we we rented for a couple more years because we couldn't find a house that was in our right in our range so at the time, which turned out to be we, way better than buying a up, shitty house and we wouldn't have been able to live and in we, for. Right we ended now. up spending the same money renting a home for a year that we did for buying a home for a year. You know, like the same right. mortgage payment, but it wasn't the right time. So the the thing is is. The person I don't I don't remember who said it, but the person that is looking at buying the buying the the short time home, that's thinking the I wife. want I want the what the wife the wife needs to challenge the husband and go look I want a short time home because I'm looking to be out of this home in five years, you know markets are doing this I don't care about what my school district is because my kids aren't going to high school here I like this home I'm looking for these kind of rooms like. I think that either party just needs to come to the table with the right information and have an adult professional discussion about it. This isn't about what you want. This is about what's best for you as a couple, right. especially if you're already married. Well, and it's, right? it's just a big purchase. This isn't like a small little, like, I don't know which, and even like a car. I don't know what car to get. You can change out a car in a few years. Getting rid of a house is a lot harder. And the other one is, too, like, if you're... Yeah, on the same page of, of, well, they're married, but kids and future, you would think that 
it would you'd be able to go okay well we know we want kids in three or five three to five years you should be able to kind of plan for a house of that caliber and whether or not you can afford it you know you need to be able to work all those things out so i don't know if the friend's necessarily overreacting i think they should be a little concerned and maybe there's a way to have a discussion with your friend again about being like what do you really want you know like if you open it up sometimes if you just go how are things going? Sometimes the gates will open right. up and you might get a lot more information than you anticipate. Right. And are they hearing this from one of the couple or both of them? Are they, like, both open? Because if it's, you know, they're just hearing it from one of them that's not, like, they're not on the same, like, you shouldn't, you can talk to your friends about wanting to buy a house and ask their advice and stuff like that mm-hmm. and say, like, oh, you know, we're debating between getting a home for two to three years versus this, but this sounds like they're just straight up, like, not on, the same page. not on the same page and cannot decide. I, Why are you having that conversation with your friends? Right. Like that's a private yeah, home I'll t- discussion. I'll tell you right now, just coming from 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 the background of everything, is that unless you're buying a home to where you can fiscally prove, like you're looking at a two to three year home, unless you can fiscally prove that it is going to have a growth over a two to five year period. It makes absolutely zero sense to purchase it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because even if you're going to move, you still have costs involved with it. You have interest costs that are involved with it. Look at any house flipper. Look at Tarek and what's her name? Yeah. Okay. Tarek and Christina. Yeah. Even on on um, flipper flop. Flipper flop. I mean, like you have to factor in everything. And you say, oh, I want to have a house for two or three years, and I can buy this place for one hundred and ten thousand dollars. I'm going to move to my two hundred and eighty thousand dollars house in three or four well, years. Well, the only reason well, maybe you can. Well, <laughs> the real house, well, they, maybe you can. Well, how do they right. flip houses? What? How do they pay for their houses? They pay for their houses in cash. Cash for the most part. They occasionally get a fast money right. loan for the extra right. cash, but they but, pay in cash, so they own the house right but away. What I'm saying is, you, to worry but, about what I'm saying is, watch the one. Yeah, you're yeah. right. What I'm saying is, watch the ones where they go and take out a hard a hard case loan to get the get the home, and they're in a 15 percent interest rate. So now you go, okay, well, I got to pay. So now I've got a regular mortgage, and I'm paying four and a half percent interest over 30 year amortization, and I'm doing nothing on the principal. I'm only paying right. Like you have to come to the yep. table with a full business look yeah. at it. Right. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. It may be a good idea. You it may, could, you may, it like, could this, work out. And it could you. work out. You could walk away, and maybe you know what? He he and her sit down and go, you know what? We can walk away from this house scot free after two or three years. We have our own home. We can do what we want to do to it. We might even make a little bit of money, but we're not going to lose anything. Right. And they go, okay, fine. But just if you're going to have this discussion, I mean, literally, when you're buying homes, you're talking, you know, upwards of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. You can't just go, I want it. You need to have financial fiscal backing because you're talking about every ten or $15,000 you're adding out of that home, you're talking about another another two, three years worth of payments you're making on that mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Even if it's amortized over 30 years, that's just more interest you're paying. It's just, you, you got to come with a business plan. You Absolutely. Know. You got to do it. It seems to be the theme of all of these is that, like... Talk to your partner. Well, God damn it. but also, too, like, I think when you're in relationships, you have to take the emotional out, like you said, Claire, and, like, Jared, like, the business plan. Like, you have to be able to see things from that business, the unemotional perspective perspective Absolutely. you have to look at it from that standpoint because if you only let the emotions drive you then you're going to miss out on like the key warning signs it's just like a job you know like logic is a big thing right you logic plays take, a big part into it it's not just all heart and you know what take taking the time to sit around and each person individually come up with their own ideas and sit down and, and cross-reference them is kind of a good way to go it's a great start too especially i'm a big suggester and i don't like to write but i think writing things down gives you a good chance 
if especially if you do take reflection time to begin with, it gives you it gives you a chance to get some of the emotion out before you actually have a conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of journaling or mm-hmm. even just talking to yourself, which sounds weird. No, it's brilliant. But it's good because you are the one person who's always going to agree with you. Yep. Or you could there's tons of great ways you can do it now. You can do talk to text on your phone like every like um smartphone now you can talk to text or you can use the voice recorder if you don't like to journal. Right. But those little things will help you get some of those emotions out so you can have that real grown up conversation. So good deal. Anybody else have any last minute thing they want to add before we move on to the next one? I feel like I've asked this at the end of every question. I'm okay with that. <laughs> we all ignore you. It's okay. Still yeah. love you. So we have a new segment tonight. Yes! Inspired by the interwebs. Um, but I thought we'd do kind of a quick fire round. First answer that comes to your head kind of thing. Don't have to overthink it. I know we kind of do an interview at the beginning, but now that we've gotten to the left, does something smell bad? No. Okay. Am I leaving too close? I'm like, hey, Mel. You're very sweaty. She had her fingers in her I'm not sweaty. I'm kidding. So I was concerned. They don't know that. How they do. I'm not sweaty radio land people. Okay. Actually, I lie. I'm Italian. Like, all we do is sweat and feed people. (laughs) I feed people and it scares other people sometimes. Anyways, um, we're going to call this Basic Bitch Instincts. I'm going to come off so I'm poorly so in this. I want to so win so bad. I feel like there's not a winner, but it's going to be me. <laughs> <It's gonna> be- <laughs> it, it probably will because you're not a basic bitch. I don't know. Right. <laughs> so the first question is, what's your hangover care? Sleep. Tacos. <laughs> what's your signature drink? Gin Vodka. And- gin and ginger ale. <laughs> you said gin. Gin. Gin and ginger ale. That's my signature oh. drink. It's almost like gin and juice, but not quite. Yeah. But white. Oh, Favorite beauty product? Oh, it's like Sophie's choice. Is makeup a choice? No. Favorite beauty product? Could be skincare. Could be hair care. I'm really in love with my cellular water right now, um, or micellular water. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's French, and it's instead of using actual water, it like is what takes your makeup off, um, and it's so much better for the skin, and it like fucking removes everything. I want basic bitch thing. Oh, okay. Um, What's your hangover here? Way interrupt me. I know, yeah. no one cares about your stupid oh, water. Right? Just yeah. ask a question. Really, Fuck care, really Summer. In the faux water. What's I get bullied on their drink? podcast all the time. I got drink. bullied last night on something game. We're talking over them. It's okay. I'm fine with it. Ice no, cold beer. Okay. So then, what's your favorite beauty product? I like my tea tree leave-in conditioner. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say your dumb body wash. No, okay. tea tree not leave-in conditioner. Oh, perfume. It makes my hair perfume. Yeah. It makes my hair like like. I have so manageable. many perfumes. It's like yeah. stupid. That's okay. Perfume's a good thing. I have a new one today. I can't smell anymore. Anyway, oh, it smelled so good. Didn't it? It smelled good. It made me horny. It was nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for sharing with the rest <laughs> of the world. <laughs> Literally, the rest of the world. Okay. Enjoy Radio Land. Guess what? They they've Welcome seen our cut, kids. Man. They know we can have sex. <laughs> True so enough. Care. Oh, what? Yeah, that's that's how like... you got them. No, we picked them out at the pound. Yeah. No. The that, stork. There's pound, a movie that's coming out about that. That sounds like a great name of like in like TV show on FX or something. <laughs> Welcome sad. to Cuntland. <laughs> <laughs> Mel and Copy, I are going to produce a new copyright show. Copyright Summer and Mel. Right. Let's make our own <laughs> podcast. Welcome okay. to Cuntland. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a podcast is born. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, what movie do you watch when you're sad? Jerry Maguire. Who framed Roger Rabbit? 
Oh, I have another one. It's okay. What's your other one? Oh. It's really basic. Princess Bride. I love, oh, love Princess Bride. See, I watch Sense and Sensibility or Pride and Prejudice oh. and cry. Like the Matrix Revolutions. What? Mr. Darcy in a wet t-shirt. Mr. Darcy. Oh, Cinderella story. <laughs> I love you. No. Yeah. Sometimes, if you're really sad. No. I watch I, happy movies when I'm sad. I don't ever watch Hillary Duff when I'm sad. She makes me sadder. She had her own Tinder account. I've seen the Lizzie well, McGuire movie like Tinder mm, twelve Can't times. She just walk out of the house and be like, "I need to get laid." Well, and have girls people picky. Like, yeah, apparently. I hope she's listening. Also, I'm on your side, right? Hillary. Plus two, it's just fun to swipe. It's fun to swipe. Like you just want to play the game. It's like Candy Crush. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, no, no, no. And last one. What song makes you dance? Genji, you with it. Cake with the Ocean is my favorite. That's what I was going to say. I was like, there's so many more. I really like that song. Cake is sometimes food. Oh, no. Sorry by Justin Bieber. Oh, there you go. I didn't know it was his song for a long time. (laughs) None of us did. No, and then we didn't realize it. We talked about fucking um, Love Yourself at our morning meeting today. It's a good song. It's a good song. Um, we did. Did you tell? Did you say that? My, like, I can play it on my guitar. My, no, my boss was like, yeah, I heard the song coming to work today. He's like, I didn't realize it was by Justin Bieber. None of us. Keep it. in mind, my boss is like quite a bit older than I am, and I'm like, he says I'm like, and I backed him up. I'm like, it's a good song, and then like all the young engineers are like, yeah, it's, it's a good song. Like, <laughs> it's bright. My song is "Pour Some Sugar on Me." Wow, the stripper song? Yeah. But can you not dance to that every time? Like, that will get me dancing. Like, it's just, it's a good song. Oh, Trap Queen. That's also a really good song to, I don't know what a Trap Queen is. Trap Queen by Fetty Wap. Fetty None of those seem Fetty like wap. words. Wap. Here, I'll uh, play it for you. No, I won't. But, <laughs> it's um, not horrible. On the no, but Pour Some Sugar on Me is also a great it's song to clean the house, too. It is. It's a very good song to clean the house, too. Always a plus. I like all music. Which is, if there's music going on, I'll dance to it. Yeah. I I'll like the show too. too. Music makes me happy. Music makes me lose control. Missy Elliott. Uh, Missy's good. Yes. I pretty much like Salt and pepper. any music. I Eve. can shake my, shake my booty mm-hmm. too. So yes. there was an awesome... Is that all the rapid fire questions? That is all the rapid fire That's questions. It? That oh. was it. I, I went short this week to see how well it played out. Apparently I should do more. You like it. It's the immediate feedback. It birthed the new podcast. Add them. You just You don't change them, you add them. I mean, you just keep adding more. It. I like this. You're not the boss of her. I know. Stop the patriarchy. Internet <laughs> porn, yes or no? Yes. 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 <laughs> Excellent. I love porn. Always a fun. Any time. girl that says she doesn't Where's like porn the... is lying. Yeah, so there was a there was one other thing we, we thought about talking about was did anyone take the uh, there's a 90s March Madness on BuzzFeed? Yes, I yes, forgot I we were going to do this. I did it. Yes. Was it the hardest quiz any of you have yeah, ever done? Yeah, it was so hard because like, I was like, I love this because this is what I loved in the 90s. Right. It was a tough choice. And then they would always be like, this is the one that's not winning because you're... Right. Some of them were easy to be like, no, bye Felicia. Like, you can yeah. go. But other ones were like, ooh... It was like, uh, it was really good. I was trying to see if there was round three today, but I'm not seeing it. You guys remember I Love the 90s? Like, yes. yes. And I Love the 70s? Yes. Oh my god. No. I, I, like loved, the I loved I love the 80s remember, and I Love the 90s. No, because the 80s and me just didn't. I love the 80s. I came from it. I don't want to go You were for two years. <laughs> yeah, I have, the two years of the 80s I really loved. And that was it. I loved, what? Oh my god, you're so old. So old. 
We're almost the same age. Yeah, like yeah, but we're you're not. No matter how old you get, you'll always be older than her. Yay! Oh, you're mean. But <laughs> Ken will always be older than you. That's true. Which is why, you know. And I'll always be older than all of you. So yeah, right. so whenever we feel old, we just go, mm, Jared's older. I felt like there were a couple that were like, no, these aren't anywhere close, but then there were definitely some that were like... Are you going like, to read that one? Yeah. No, I was, gonna, I was trying to find round three, and it's not pulling up. We'll read the... I didn't do round one. You didn't I do... Did okay, two. here's round one then. Okay. okay. Oh, well, uh, oh, no, here's round two. Sorry. Let's just do I round did. two. Yeah, I did that We'll one, do round two. We can do either one. Because that's what's up. Woo! I'll defend my choices. That's Slow fine, right? down. Okay. Okay. Pop music. NSYNC or Eminem? NSYNC. Eminem. NSYNC. I said Eminem too. Ooh. No. No. Terrible choice. Judging. You're the ones ruining this for everyone. <laughs> uh, back, Backstreet Boys or Destiny's Child? Destiny's, Destiny's Child. Child. <laughs> no competition. Backstreet Boys. What is wrong? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was, this, we might have a dissension in the ranks. No Doubt or Spice Girls. Spice, Spice Girls. Girls. Oh, oh, Spice Girls. Oh, but I think quintessential 90s band, though I love me some Gwen Stefani, no doubt they came out. The, hey, 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 hey. don't speak, all right? <laughs> Funny. I know it's what you're saying. This one wasn't even a, this was a joke. TLC or Britney Spears? TLC. Britney. Britney. TLC. Britney. 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 TLC. Britney. Britney did not have one album in the 90s. No, she didn't. It was late 90s. Look it up. She, That's still so in up. the it's, 90s. Look it up. It's but, the, but TLC it's didn't exist after the 90s. Go chase and blow. Hit me, baby, one more time. Oops, I did it again. Which was 2000s, but still. Two, right. Anyways. 2000. Um, Jennifer Aniston or Keenan and Kel? Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston's overrated. This one was... Actually, I think I put Keenan and Kel. Jennifer, okay, shout out to you to JH. Jennifer Aniston, early 90s, underrated, underrated hot chick. 2000s. Overrated. Overrated hot chick. However... Hotter chick than she was in the 90s. Well, but, the nose job. Yeah, but yeah. first season yeah. Friends, Rachel, is a treasure. Or Brad. Yeah, but uh, anything she, anything not Friends, she's a better actress in than oh, she yeah. ever was in Friends. Mary-Kate and Ashley or Sarah Michelle Gellar? Sarah Michelle. Mary-Kate Sarah and Michelle Ashley. Michelle. Sarah Michelle. Sarah Michelle. Sarah Michelle. Olsen twins all the way! No. No. Yes, Maybe. I've seen every one of their movies. Well, of course you have. So have I. But, uh, this was really hard good. for me. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. or Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor Thomas! Thomas. Freddie Prince yeah. Jr. Yes! That's my guy! Now this one, I'm sorry, you can say all you want. Melissa Joan Hart or Leonardo DiCaprio, and I loved oh, me some Clarissa. Oh, DiCaprio. But Leo! Leo! Leo. 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 Oh, it's not I, even a I, question. I am Leo. forsaking my first, my first naughty dream when I was an adolescent. <laughs> She was my first girl that I made out with in my dreams. Calissa Joan Hart it explained it all. <laughs> yeah, she explained it all to me. It was amazing. Um, but I gotta say, oh, what are you saying? Nineties? Yeah. Mm, no, you know. Okay, so listen. Romeo and Juliet. Career right. wise, career wise, and everything. Titanic. Like, Leo, Titanic. Titanic. Leo, 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 that was Leo actually was awesome. late eighties. Yeah. Uh, no, um, basketball Diaries. Nobody cares. It's Leo. We're right? not. Saying, it's, no, we're not, not even listening. No, no, no. We're shutting the patriarchy down. We're moving on. I was gonna moving say Leo. On. So. Welcome to Cutland. Yeah. <laughs> Titanic or Clueless? Clueless. Clueless. Titanic. Clueless. Clueless. What? Gag me with a spoon. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't like Clueless. <gasps> oh my God, no, yeah. Go home. She's now. like a total Monet. Pretty from far away, but up close, she's a mess. <laughs> so many good lines in that so whole movie. Donald Faison is where he grew right. into my heart. I give it two enthusiastic thumbs up. He, he, he planted the seed of Chocolate Bear. 
Straight up. Yes. And then JD, open the flower. <laughs> right. That was a creepy uh, The Simpsons or Legends of the Hidden Temple? Legends of the Hidden Temple. Legends. 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 Sorry. Whatever. I love I love legends, but I didn't think this one was was even a question. Boy Meets World or Jurassic Park? Boy Meets World. Jurassic Park. Boy Meets World. Jurassic Park. Boy Meets World was amazing. There was not a single bad episode. I own all of them on DVD. Oh my god. This one I also didn't think it was a question. The Lion King or Friends? Lion King. Lion King. Oh, as much as I love Friends, that was a hard one for me. I went back and forth, but on the hard one. Lying just because I just watched Friends like mm-hmm. a year ago and like it's so nice. I'm watching Friends now and I still pick The Lion King, but that's because like it also had Jonathan Taylor it's Thomas as the voice of Simba. I'm gonna be and Michael Jackson, the musical Swear Simba, and Nathan Lane. Like it just has so many things and, and Mufasa. Like I'm still not and over Mufasa. Okay, so so quick hit quick hit question for you. Lion King or Birdcage? The birdcage. I figured. Yeah. Um, that's, a weird, the that's a weird version. The S or rollerblades? The S. The S. The S. The S. I drew that shit. All Lisa the time. Frank or PlayStation? Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank. That's stupid. That's just uh, like, are you a dude or Tamagotchi a or Pokemon? Pokemon. Tamagotchi. Pokemon. I said Tamagotchi too. I worked. I worked at a freaking Babbage's back in the day, and when Red and Blue first came out, I had both of them. I put I those would, on. Counters, I still have Game Boy Color for Pokemon you can Yellow. Get the uh, the play codes it. for ten bucks a piece. I'm, we should both get it. And play I'm pretty it. sure uh, oh Gary's still yeah. named Douchebag. <laughs> like I'm getting like. Professor's like, like Oak is like. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, my grandson, okay. Douchebag. <laughs> nice. I put them on his wish list. Um, last adult. one: Game Boy Color or Beanie Babies? Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies. Game Boy Color. That's the way Beanie Babies also make a great weapon. If you've ever hurled and whipped a Beanie Baby at someone's head, it fucking hurts. Did you Did you hear the episode that we did with uh, Prol for our season opener where he said that he bought, he, he went and got, when they were doing the Beanie Babies at McDonald's for the Happy Meals. And oh, the Teeny oh Beanie God, Babies? Yeah, yeah. my he parents went, got me those. He went and got a bunch of them and made them into a bouquet and gave them to a girl. And she was like, what Great. the fuck is this? She was like, yeah. <laughs> Boom! Friend zone. Instantly. It was awesome. Oh, His plan did not work out. Then he took all the Big Macs and all the shit that he bought with it and all the whatevers he and bought. just like threw it all over no. his car? Yeah, well, he lived in... He lived in uh, uh, be, be, mm-hmm. Anywhere. Bedford Park? Whatever. Oh, Some yeah. town right outside the city. So Bedford he just, like, Park, probably. He, like... Bellwood. Bellwood. He went, yeah, that's right, Bellwood. And he went around and just gave the meals to homeless people. Aww. Nick Pro for the Before way. he gave her the bouquet, yeah. thinking he was going to garner some positive favor, no. it didn't happen. He did not happen. No. My she was mom, like, what are these? What the fuck did you My do? mom made a terrible french fry casserole after all the leftover french fries. I don't know, she tried to make a meal, so bless her heart, but it literally was garbage feed. <laughs> we've never, Slop. we've never, yeah, we've never let her forgive the worst meal she's ever made. Um, just, just, just god-awful, terrible. You can't bake McDonald's french fries. <laughs> No. And make it potatoes. Right, like, tried to make it into a cast. And she didn't even, like, season it or anything. She just, like, <laughs> dumped them in a... She's got Big Mac sauce on it. No, she literally just dumped them in, like, a, like, casserole dish and threw them in the oven. And it's like, here. <laughs> so we just ate, like, oven-cooked, French, French fries. fries. 
That's not how you do that. No, it's terrible. Oh my goodness. Well, you I put would... that shit on a foil pan. And a little bit of oil. Right? Come a little on. bit of oil. Crisp that shit up. Come yeah. on. Yeah. I would admit it's effort in there. But I was six and I wasn't no, allowed I... to use the oven yet. Now I want snacks. <laughs> Anyways, I want to thank both of our guests for being here today. Our You're lovely welcome. guests. Thank you for driving all the way out here and, you know, for sleeping on our couch, spare bedroom, whatever. The best uh, bed in the world. Right? I recommend it. Casa de Samson. Five stars. <laughs> Woohoo. Airbnb rating. Right? right? Yep. <laughs> uh, don't forget to listen to all of the other wonderful, great shows out there on the Disease Network. Our flagship show, You're Going to Get a Disease. Something Gate with uh, this evening's um, other person. Um, Hi. Jared Sampson. You can hear me get bullied on that show, too. Right, exactly. Well, fuck you. You don't know. Um, see, you're bullying right now. You shut up. This is violence inherited in the system. You Anyways, deserve it, though. listen to... Um, <laughs> fuck you. You don't even go here. Bros <laughs> uh, before hoes, man. Welcome to Cunt Lab. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be the worst podcast partner ever. It's like a booby zoo. <laughs> uh, don't forget, um, that just happened, where you get to listen to me on there as well. Um, their episode that should be posting soon. Um, Monday. Listen to that. Monday. Huge. Um, we're going to do a shout out to their lovely, lovely, and amazing, smart, talented, awesome wives who watched our children while we podcasted for a ridiculously long time because we kept squirreling. So thank you, ladies. You're awesome. Um, thank you for that. And then also uh, Dust Drunks and the other one-offs like the Mosh Pit and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to them all. Um, don't forget, you can find us on Facebook uh, at Slash Disease Network Has VD. You can hit me up on Twitter <laughs> at, now. at you get cream for that. At Vag Dialogues. Don't forget to email us at askmamaclaire at gmail.com and that's all one word. Ask Mama Claire. Claire has no eye at gmail.com for those people that can't spell. You only have one eye. <laughs> oh my god. On that note, fuck these bitches. I mean no. On that note, thank you all for listening and don't forget, be you good to each one. other, bitches. Yeah. I was working on it. Be good to each other, bitches. Good night. Woo! Woo! Na, 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 na. I wanna start a fight. So, so Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>